Welcome to the Get Fit Feel Good podcast. I am one of your coaches, Amelia. And I am your other coach, Chloe. Our goal is to support you, educate you and empower you to get fit and feel good so you can live a healthier, happier lifestyle. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with someone else you think would enjoy it too. This helps us help more women just like you. Hey girlies and welcome to this week's check-in. So. I've got to apologise. I'm really sorry. But I messaged everyone yesterday saying, girl, this is your last check-in of this intake. Da, 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 and it's not. <laughs> Baby brain got you. Baby, but I was really tired yesterday. Like I messaged Michael at half five and was like, is it too early for me to go to bed? Um, and he said, yes, it was. Um, yes, yeah, only for the fact, selfish fact of, yes, it is because you need to pick me up from the train station because he'd been to watch the match. Um, so I didn't go to bed half five, but I was very tired and it's not your last check-in. So I am very sorry. Um, but I don't know whether some people did write these nice things because they thought it was the last check-in or whether you would have wrote them anyway. So I'm going to read them out because we have had some lovely little um, little bits what have been said. So Karen said, you girls are fab and I'm so glad I joined up. My whole mindset has changed and I know I have to work at it, but I'm loving the change and how I feel. And we literally love that. And Karen is smashing it and has been smashing it. Um, Michelle's put, I was telling my friends about you last night, saying this is the first time in years I feel I have stuck to the plan and lost the weight I have lost in the time. I feel better for myself and feel like you're both sitting on my shoulders supporting me, obviously in a good way. And this is definitely what I needed and I'm going to continue with this plan. So thank you. Um, So that is obviously another really, really nice message. And this is what we say, like, we love it when people do tell the friends or the sister or the mom or the whoever, because that means the world to us. Like, it really, really does. Um, And then Jenny's put, I really just want to say thank you to you both, especially for yesterday. So yesterday we had, uh, like, a meet-up day with our clients and whoever could come, we'd done a gym day and we went through, like, working through intensity and uh, making sure you're increasing your weight in the gym. So that's what Jenny's talking about there. She said it was really educational and also empowering to see us all, all us girls working towards our goals. You've built an amazing community and I'm so happy to be a part of it. So we love that you are a part of it as well, Jen. And it was so nice for us to get together yesterday because, you know, it is an online group and it is an online community, but it doesn't mean that we don't try and get together. We like we do get together at least once a month. Um. So yeah, so we did love yesterday. And thank you girls for just some nice um little comments. But Next week is is your final check-in of this intake. Yeah, we won't get confused again, hopefully. No, say we, it was me. We can blame me, it's fine. <laughs> it was me, and I'm sorry. Uh, but I only realised this morning, and I was like, oh yeah, it's not, is it? It was week seven, this is now week eight. And this is what I mean, like, the, the week's just all, like, rolling yeah. to one, don't they? Yeah, right, so we're going to start off then with some wins so first of all we want to start with emma holland she said the biggest win is probably making the decision that enough is enough and i need to stop making excuses and effing move i've let myself become sedentary since hurting my back and i'm sick of it now so no more we did just speak about this em and i honestly think that sometimes in life you've got to get to a low point Mm -hmm. to actually realize like this isn't what I want and this isn't this isn't good enough for me and I am the only person who's going to be able to get myself out of it like you are the only person who's going to be able to 
to get yourself overcoming the issue with your back and as frustrating as it is and as scary as it is because I think your back just sounds a lot mm. scarier than you know if someone's hit their arm or their the leg I don't know to me your back because it's like your core it does sound scary but being sedentary that whole saying of movement is medicine it honestly is so 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 true being sedentary actually makes like all your muscles tighten up and stiffen up which then when you're trying to get moving again you're making it harder which is probably going to make your back hurt more Mm -hmm. so it's just learning to accept that what you can do now is going to look different from what you were doing previously but it doesn't mean that you'd have to stop everything altogether and okay yes that might have happened for a period of time but it sounds like you've had like a bit of a wake-up call like a bit of an epiphany moment and that you're gonna pull yourself back from this so I'm I'm made up for you know it's a really it's a big win this I think that's a good point what you've said like sometimes you do have to get to that really low point and then realize and actually I probably can't get much lower than this now so the only way is up do you know what I mean I don't know that sounds dead cheesy the only way way is up (laughs) <laughs> baby um, sorry um but it, it is like like that is the only way now to go sort of thing so it can only get better from here I also just want to mention um a little shout out to Laura Sanders she has put a little in there but I wanted to mention it yesterday so she come to our day in the gym and it was all about intensity like I said before and we got Laura to do some hip thrust which she said she hasn't been doing in the gym she's just been going to like the room and using a different bar so we've helped her understand that she can do the hip thrust she was good at them we also got her up to 70k and I said to her right just keep going just keep going just keep going she's going keep going so she carried on doing the reps she got 22 reps with 70k and the point we were making to everyone is look you know, you might be lifting 70k for 10 reps, but actually you can get 22 reps with that, so it's clearly too light. So I just want a little shout out to Laura. She might be a little bit sore today. <laughs> um, your butt cheeks might be hurting, but it proved to her that she can go a lot heavier than what she's been doing. So a little shout yeah. out to you, Laura. Well done, Laura. Samantha has said, not killing anybody, to be honest, but unbelievable. But Oh, sorry, being unbelievably fuming every day, next level. So we get it. Like, honestly, and don't think just because I'm not having a period because I'm pregnant that that hasn't happened to me because I went through a phase of wanting to, like, kill everyone. I think I messaged you at one point, didn't I, when I was getting, like, road rage and stuff. And, like, I was just fuming. Um, And it's just your hormones. Another one of my one-to-one girls, Sarah, literally messaged me on Monday and she was like, I could literally like go mad she was she was like I'm just fuming she even had to like stop a warehouse and so she was like I'm, I've just walked on a treadmill because I'm like I just haven't got it in yeah. me to to do it so it's normal Sammy don't yeah. worry life isn't all sun, sunshine and roses as much as we would like it to be so yeah. it's gonna happen yeah lands win says hit my steps saturday and sunday it's been a while since i've got my steps in on the weekend as i like going out for walks to do these not on a treadmill in the gym so as the sun was out this weekend i've been able to go on cute cold Cold walks walks. cute cold walks yeah it's been a lovely weekend for that so well done lan yeah i love that and i'm the same to be honest like if you know if i can get out and get out in the fresh air rather than having to just go to the gym and do it um you know, I would prefer that too. Well done for that line. And then Karen said, my biggest win was getting back to the gym. I didn't realise how much I missed it and also hit two personal bests. So well done, Karen. Yeah, well done. 
Jenny said, my biggest win from last week was completing the finisher in yesterday's warehouse with you girls. I'm always terrified I will let the team down and stuff like that. And if, and after I had done it, I felt amazing. I'm starting to feel more confident with workouts. And yesterday was really positive for me. So we love that. Yeah. Well done, Jen. Well done, Jen. And then Jordan's win for the week is 65 kilogram RDLs with no pain in a knee, which yeah. is a huge, huge, huge win, which we just wanted to talk about a little bit more because... Anyone who's been listening to this will know that Jordan's been suffering with a knee injury. And as the weeks have gone by, we've helped her shift her focus from just being bogged down by the fact that she can't train the way she would like to train. Obviously, we can't get rid of that feeling for her. That's a, it's a normal feeling to have. But rather than just throw the towel in and give up and think that you can't train altogether, we've helped Jordan shift her focus into upper body, which at first I don't think she was really feeling and even now may not necessarily be 100% happy with that being the situation but later on in the check-in we've asked how her training's gone and she said good upper body is definitely getting stronger and got my RDLs back in and I could still manage 65 kg so my strength hasn't reduced too much over time hoping to try some of the compound movements towards the end of this week though I'm honestly not going to push too hard if I'm not feeling like it we the the reason we want to read this out is because it just goes to show that no matter what you have got going on, there is always something you can do. Now Jordan could have chose to, like what's the saying? Throw toys out the pram, like cut her nose off to spice her face. And um, what's what does Michael say to, to me? Um, spitting your dummy out. Spitting your dummy out. Yeah. And she could have just got a complete and not a cop on with the fact that she can't do what she wants to do and so not do anything at all. But really. Jordan understands the bigger picture, yeah. which is good. And even though, like anybody else, she has had a little moment where she's just like, of course, this is shit. Like, you know, probably felt a little bit sorry for herself. And that's fine because we all go through that. But she's still doing the programme. She hasn't let it stop her. She spoke to us about how she's feeling. You know, she hasn't just gone on the missing list. She's gone, right, okay, well, I can't do that. I've got this knee injury. She's got some physio. She's been doing her exercises. I've spoke to her about that. Um, And she's carried on. Yeah. And that's the difference between a lot of people yeah. is people who don't let things stop them and don't find... Like, the Jordan's looked for solutions and we mm-hmm. talk about that a lot, yeah. a lot, don't we? It's like, look for... T- the solution don't just look at the problem yeah and life is always going to throw things at you like that's literally one thing you can guarantee that like life isn't going to go smoothly there are going to be injuries there's going to be illnesses like i like i don't even want to attempt to think by yeah, yeah listen off all the other things but there's loads of things that could go on and you you've got to see your setbacks as as setbacks like brief setbacks that you can come back from not like full-blown barriers that just get in the way and stop you in your tracks it's just a couple of steps backwards to then take a big few steps forward but the fact that she's getting stronger on her upper body I just I, I love that yeah I love definitely. it upper upper workout yeah and finally Lois has said sleeping is a lot better so I'm just gonna little high five below as I made up because I did speak to her the other week and she was just like we spoke about her workouts actually and how like she was the same like the pregnancy insomnia was hitting a little bit and she got to a, a day where like she walked out of the gym and didn't even do a workout because she just felt like she was getting a bit too big because Lois is she's literally like at the end of a pregnancy now isn't she and she's still smashing it by the way Amazing. um so I, I spoke to her about going on to do maybe some of the 
beginner workouts and explaining like look you're still moving your body and stuff but the fact that she said um a sleeping is a lot better is is a yeah. good thing make the most of it now Lois because <laughs> when that baby's here for the first good couple of weeks you're gonna be a little bit more sleep deprived <laughs> There are a few more wins, girls, but as always, we, we want to just read out a few of them so we can really get stuck into the struggles. Yeah, so first of all, Lanmia said, I feel drained. The f- this is the first time living out of home with my boyfriend and I feel like I've gotten even less time than I did before, which didn't feel much anyway. Every time I go to do something for me, I think, oh, I need to put a wash on or hoover or clean or make the bed. Why is being a woman so hard? So I can relate to this. Well, Chloe can relate to this as well. But what am I like with like me clean, like me cleaning up and putting washes on and stuff like that? And I feel like, like it just doesn't end and I feel like maybe that is a bit of a reality hit when you do very first move out because if that's something that like your mum's always done for you or whatever maybe you do help around the house a little bit because you always did when you lived you know at home but the majority of things were always done by your mum and it it, it it is hard because you have got all these extra things to do um but at some point it'll probably feel hard now but then you will just make the capacity to be able to do all these things and you'll start to find your own little ways and when you do put a wash on and actually sometimes leaving the hoovering up till later on so you can go and do your workout or like what's more important the hoovering up or going to get your workout in or going out for that walk do you know what I mean you'd have to like weigh it up and one this is a big thing for me like once I'd had Jason I was like I, I'm still a bit like that now about oh god I need to hoover up or I need to put a wash on it was actually my mum that said to me like the dishes can wait the hoovering can wait like you've got a baby do you know what I mean not that Lammy's got a baby but that them things can wait they're not the end of the world and if it means like you can go you need to go all week without doing a little bit of cleaning and just do it all at the weekends so be it like it's not the end of the world it's gonna get done but if you're stopping doing the things for you so you can do them other things you're gonna end up un- unhappy yeah, like we're not saying living squalor and oh, no, living like not. like a dirty house or anything like that, but you you don't need to deep clean your house like every single like week. Like you could do a week on a week off, like on one weekend you could do certain things, on the next weekend you could do certain things. If it's the only the two of you that live in there and there aren't any kids there, there's not like a lot of mess getting built up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I honestly feel like I don't even want to say I'm not a feminist, but I don't ever really think about it. But I turn into like super feminist <laughs> at times like this because I just get proper annoyed. Like, why do you have to do all those things? Like, that's my attitude. I will literally leave a mess in my house because I'm like, well, why should I clean that? Like, why does that fall to me? And like, do you know, I done it the other day, right? To Michael, I wasn't really speaking to him. And I, on purpose, he made like jam on toast in the in the kitchen. So I, on purpose, cleaned everything but left the stuff where he'd made his jam on toast because I thought, no, F you, you can, you can clean that. So anyway, I went to bed and I wasn't like not speaking to him, but you know what I mean? And anyway, I went to bed and thought, yeah, you can clean it. I got up the next morning That's and nice. he just put it in the sink and I thought, oh, but do you know what? <laughs> and I don't mean this in a terrible way and I can't like paint all men with the same brush. Yeah, yeah. I, I, obviously, there's going to be some people out there who are different, but I honestly feel like men live with the mums and the mums do everything for them and then they move out and they live with the partner and then the partner starts doing everything for them and I think in the beginning women quite enjoy it because it's like my new house and I'm yeah, going to yeah, do the yeah. cleaning and I'll do the 
cooking and I'll tidy up. But like, if you start off by doing those things for him, he's gonna just expect that. He, like, he's never had to learn. Like, his mum's done it, and now you're doing it. Like, I quite literally have dotted around my house different mugs of where Richard leaves his coffee cups, and I will walk past them every time because I'm like, I am not cleaning them up after you because if I start doing it now. You're never ever gonna learn to to move those things. Now, don't get me wrong; like I'm not an utter bitch. Like, but we do, but we split things more fifty yeah. fifty than I think most people do yeah. because, like, you know, one day I am gonna have kids, and it's me who's gonna probably be at home having to raise them. Like, and I'm not cleaning up after them, and then him as well. Like, absolutely I've not. Literally, just sent Michael a thing on Instagram, like a meme, and it said, "When I start cleaning the house, I start getting angry at everybody that lives there." And that's me. <laughs> as soon as I start cleaning up, I'm like, "Oh." You fucking touch me at um but yeah it's just one of them i can't moan because he is good and he is but it's just a typical boy who like don't tidy up man, themselves doesn't shut opens a drawer but doesn't know how to shut it no He's all the drawers out all yeah. the drawers get left open like why do you need to go in all of them like do you not know where your clothes get like it annoys me you know what annoys me wearing me green socks like oh, i don't know what your green socks on. Oh, my God. I was just going to say this. So, Michael will shout down to me and go, Mill, where's me top or whatever? And I go, it's in the wardrobe. It's not. And then I'm like, do I need to come up there and show you where this fucking top is? So, but now, you know, how your mum used to feel when you yeah. were a kid and you'd be like, it's not, yeah. mum. And I literally go to him, stop just looking with your eyes, look with yeah. your hands as well, move stuff out of the way. So, and then I'll go up. And I'll just literally pick it and give him it. And he was like, oh, I didn't see it there. Of course you never. I just want to say this one thing before we move on, because I think we could do a whole podcast Should we do on a this? whole podcast on this? But the other day, I walked up the stairs, and on the top of the stairs, like, as you go literally up them, was the toilet rolls that had been thrown up, the big pack of the toilet rolls. And he'd taken one toilet roll out of the toilet roll, took took that roll into the toilet with him and left the thing of toilet rolls on the side. So (laughs) me being me was like, that's going to stay there. And it stayed there for about a week because I was like, I am not moving it. But the annoying thing is it's then me who it runs out on and the one sat in the bathroom with no toilet roll. You know what makes me laugh? Like, even if Michael does clean right. He doesn't do it right. He doesn't do it right. (laughs) So I just clean anyway. So like, we can't win. Because yeah. they even if they do try, they don't do it right anyway. Um. So yeah, but we could definitely do a whole podcast a on whole, that. Honestly, Lanry, you have opened podcast. a fucking can of worms there, love. Because like we're just going on and on about this now. <laughs> anyway, so hopefully, um, just speak to Dean yeah. and say, "Do me the job." So yeah, give give me a little help. But she'll be like me. I know she will. She, she I know Lan, and she will be like. He hasn't done it properly. Just give him the easy ones, do you know what I mean? Give him yeah. the ones that you can't mess up, but at least that's something else. Yeah. Like Hoover, you can't, surely you can't mess up Hoover. Oh, but you know, as well, just last point, if Michael does the Hoover and he does it better than me. Ah, do, you, do you know what I mean? Like, he'll okay. be like, look, look at that Hoover. Like, he'd done the rugby the week with the little shark instead of, like, the big thing and put all lines in the rug. And he was like, sick that, look at that, look at that. And I was just like, oh, yeah, of course. You obviously... Like, you've got the time yeah, to, to do, do that. Yeah, and put lines in the rug. Do you know what I mean? But he'd, like, done it with the little tiny hoover. And then I tried it one day and I was like, oh, freak, that it takes too me forever. Long. I went, just get the big hoover out. Okay, so we've had quite a lot about nutrition, Um, quite a few things about nutrition. So Karen has said, I didn't have the best week with food, but I did plan my meals for when I was in the office. This is something I have done for the fa- past few weeks now that is helping it was the weekend that had spoiled my week the through lack of planning and not really having no shopping in. So 
we have spoke about this before and it's great when you're planning through the week and I have just spoke to Karen actually and she said like she's done the same she's got a gusto meals and she's planned like a breakfast and a and a, and a, a lunches but making sure that you are planning for the weekends is key because even if you're going out, and we say it all the time, if, even if you're going out later on or you're going out for your breakfast, but you, the rest of the day doesn't need to suffer from that. Um, And another thing that we do talk about quite a lot is just making sure that you have certain things in the house so that if you haven't got fresh shopping in, you've got other things that you can you can have. And I made us the other day, didn't I? The tuna jack potatoes. Yeah. So I, I always buy, well, I don't always buy them, but I do have them in quite a lot. Um, the frozen jacket potatoes, like the McCain's ones, Aldi probably do their own version as well. I always have tins of tuna in the in the cupboards because literally a tuna jacket potato is better than you just grazing on crisp and chocolate all day, um, which can happen if you've got no food in. But things like that, and I and I even bought I made um sweet corn as well because I I always have frozen sweet corn in the freezer, so that is like a healthy meal. And even if you haven't got any other salads, you've still got a little bit of sweet corn in there. Do you know what I mean? So making sure you've got things in like that. So if you do fall short, that you've got something that you can make that would still be a decent, healthy, high protein meal. Yeah, I think this is just about having like a backup option. Like think of it as like your your plan B. Mm. Like so, it's an in absolute, I don't want to say like in a worst case scenario, but if everything in that day like goes tits up and doesn't go to plan and you were going to go and get a shopping, what have you got there that if everything just went out the window, your backup option to and get you in a jacket potato, you can it buy it. Just wasn't it? Yeah, it was lovely, but even things like, um, I like the Lindsay McCartney veggie sausages. Yeah. They they stay in the freezer. Um, even freezer just, stuff that's good though, not just like little pizzas or no. like chicken nuggets. But, it, and... but again, you could like as a one off. Yeah, that, like yeah, wouldn't yeah. be the end of the world. But like that's not what we're trying to encourage. We're trying to encourage change. Like your backup options need to be different to what they are now because the ones now quite clearly aren't doing it for you yeah definitely and for, for whatever reason you feel like that spoiled your weekends but again I always want people to elaborate on that because you're saying it's spoiled your weekends but actually was it spoiled or was it just not as nutritious as through the week but actually it was still with it because if it was still within your calories you're fine but then obviously if you've got to the weekend and not tracked except I think from speaking to Karen before that's what she said if you get into the weekend and not tracking then you're telling yourself you've spoiled your weekend, but if you tracked it, probably not as bad as you think. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Michelle said, a bit of everything. I feel like my meals have been okay, just hitting my protein again. <laughs> have Oh, sorry, just couldn't hit my protein again. Have felt I haven't processed much. Feel like this scales. Oh, do you want to read it? <laughs> oh, do you know what? Because I'm dyslexic, I make my own words up. Like, that doesn't even say... Pro- what's it say? it says progress. progress and i've said process i feel uh, mean it's like i'm just sat here laughing at you but i'm waiting for you to fix it and you didn't fix it no, so it's okay it's so annoying i don't know if anybody listens this is dyslexic but and, and this happens to you but it is very annoying because i think i'm saying the right thing and then i'll just stay close and go <laughs> like oh i've said that wrong and then it's like my brain doesn't realize that i've done it and i'm like what have i said go on you right it says a bit of everything i feel like my meals have been okay just couldn't hit my protein again have felt i haven't progressed much like the scales are staying the same and they aren't budging actually i've just looked at yours michelle and they are coming back down you did have a spike up 
like last week, but they are starting to slowly come down again. Um, so you are on the right track. So don't feel like they're not budging because honestly, if you carry on this week trying to get your protein in, hitting your calories, like everything that we tell you to do, I promise you will probably hit a new low this week. Yeah, we've had this in the past as well, mm-hmm. where if you're not hitting your protein, but you're eating your calories, you will be eating more carbs and fats than... And if it's more carbs, you're going to be holding more water. Yeah. So this is why we say all the time it's so important to hit protein. We've actually done a focus in the group this week with everybody. It, so we have like a WhatsApp group with all of our clients in no matter how they work with us, whether it's one-to-one or eight weeks to change. And the focus that we've put in this week is to everybody share what they're having for protein because it is a big thing and it comes up every single week and people are struggling to hit it. And actually, once the penny drops, it's not that hard to do. Um, I literally don't even have to think about it anymore and I eat a high-protein diet um, regardless because the options I choose. And it does just take a bit of learning and a bit of tweaking of your diet but once the penny drops, like I said, it, it, it's easy to do and it will help manage your hunger and it does help your weight loss. If you're struggling to hit your protein goal week on week and you're not trying anything different, then you can't really be that surprised that you're not hitting it. Mm. You need to play around with the proportions of food that you have. And so we, we do say this a lot. If you're eating a chicken breast, have like double the amount or increase the amount by like 30 grams, 50 grams, whatever it is, and just have more of what you're already having. If the, the food choices that you are making aren't very high in protein, well, then you're going to need to look at different things. I know it can be tough if you are a bit of a fussy eater and a little bit picky, but the thing I like to say is like, we're all adults, try things, like yeah. just try things. The amount of things that years ago I used to be like, I don't like that, I don't like that. And really, I was just, I, I'd never even tried it. Like, I, I know we've said this a few times, but I tried olives the other day here, didn't I? And yeah. I didn't like it. But I also tried beetroot and really liked it. And like, I'm 28 years of age and I, and I hadn't tried like beetroot before, but it was lovely. Yeah. Um, I... It's not that I can't, well, I can't empathise, actually, because I've never been a fuss eater, mm-hmm. ever. Like, even as a kid, all three of us, me, my brother and my sister, like, we've, I can sympathise, but I can't empathise, mm-hmm. because empathise is like, you know, I feel the same, but I've always been a good eater, and Michael laughs at me, because, like, if we go out for food, he'll go, like, he doesn't know what some of the stuff is on the menu, and he'll go, what's that? And I'll go, it's something, something, something. Like, I'm, I've always been really good with food. I'm quite a foodie. Um, so he laughs at me, he goes, why do you know everything about food? Yeah. But I was always brought up with a lot of variety in my diet. Um, We always were as kids. Like, my auntie always laughed and was like, you used to eat all kinds of stuff when you were kids. And I'm the same with Jace. Um. So things like beet, like the fact that you don't have beetroot at the age of 28 was like, to me, baffling. I think you just sometimes get in your head that you don't like, you just have told yourself you don't like it or you don't like the sound of it. Yeah. Or so you just like, oh, I don't like that. And and it was, this, but also I think your taste buds change because I never used to like tomatoes. I never used to like mushrooms. Um, it was more the textures though to be fair but now I actually do really like tomatoes do really like mushrooms this was the same for not really related but I never used to like tonic when I was younger I liked gin but I had gin and lemonade and then as I've got older I've started liking gin and tonic that's been my drink for about 10 years now and it's yeah. like lower in calorie it's a better option than the than the lemonade but 
you've got to give things a go. I get it. Obviously, if you're veggie, you're not all of a sudden gonna start eating meat. We're not asking you to do that. But if you are, if you are, you do eat meat, then you and you're telling yourself you don't like this type of meat for whatever reason. Like I don't know, try it. Did the way that you have it was it was it cooked differently? Like. I like chicken, but I only really like a chicken breast. Like, I would never have chicken off the bone. Like, yeah, yeah, for yeah. me, it just, it doesn't do it for me. And that's fine, but I'll still get my protein in from yeah, somewhere. Yeah. I'll put my hands up, actually, when I was younger. The only thing I didn't like was tomatoes, like, fresh tomatoes, cooked tomatoes. Mm. I could eat them, but fresh, I never, ever liked. I like them now. Um, I like everything, but <laughs> I literally do. Um, There was something I was going to say there, and I can't remember because my mind's gone blank. Is it about veg? Because that's what I was thinking. Like, really, I don't think there's a reason not to try a vegetable. Like, I really, really don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the plant, what is the worst thing that is going to happen? You're going to not like it. You can either spit it out or eat it and then not eat it again. Yeah, but like, yeah. But try it. But that is the thing, is like just just give it a go. Um, but like I said, I I, I don't know because I've never been a fussy eater, I've never been really one about textures. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. You your taste buds can change as you get older. Like I never used to like coffee. Now I love coffee. I used to work in a coffee shop and I used to try and make myself like coffee when I was younger. I used to try all different coffees, never ever liked them. I was like, oh, that's disgusting. Now I love it. Can't go like a day without having me coffee in the morning. Also. I, I don't know whether when you first started training with me, mm. I didn't eat meat. No, you went, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, so I only ate fish. I went off meat. Like, I completely, just when I was preparing it and cooking it for myself, I just, everything about it, I was just like, I can't eat meat. It makes me feel sick. And for two, nearly three years, actually, when I very first got with Michael, um, I just didn't eat meat. And then one day, I just started eating it again. We actually went away on a holiday and we went to a steak restaurant and I went, oh, I'm just going to try it. And it, and then from that point, I just started eating it again. So that, for me, it wasn't anything to do with the taste or the, check, the texture, but it was the actual look of meat and the, the actual preparing. It was like making me feel sick. So I went through a whole phase of not eating um, meat, but I still ate fish and I still made sure that, that I hit my protein, but it was just through fish. So it was harder because all my meals were were based around fish, but I still, you know, made sure I did it. I also know for the fact that you can actually, like, force yourself to like foods. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to do that, but I never, ever used to like tuna. I think tuna's, like, a bit of a mad taste. But I knew it was such a quick and easy thing to have. And I've always been a bit... I don't like eating cold meals that I would rather have warm. Mm. So whenever I'd go to work in the past and I'd have to take it like a dinner with me, like if I didn't want to reheat me chicken up or something like that, like I didn't want to eat it cold. So I was like, well, tuna's a nice option to have yeah. cold. And I literally... Made myself eat, eat tuna like once a week for a few weeks, and then after a couple of weeks, I was like, This is dead nice. But honest to God, the first few mouthfuls on the first time of trying it, I was like, Oh my oh, god, this is vile. Don't know how anyone eats it, but I just kept eating it. And then you know, I wonder now if there's yeah. like a statistic if there's like so many times I've eaten something, you'd taste buds like, like a habit, habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like habit. I used to be the same with dark chocolate, and now I love dark chocolate, red wine. I used to be like, Oh, and now I love red wine. Mm. So your taste buds do definitely uh, mature. Also, Jenny has said, being hungry a lot of the time, but looking at my fitness pal, it's because I'm not hitting my protein, as well as making high volume meals. This is my goal for this week to focus on protein and fruit and veg. So again, we say it all the time, obviously, we've just spoke about protein and why it's important. But 
you know, it, it does really manage your hunger. So you could be hitting your calories, but feeling starving. The way you're going to help that is by increasing your protein intake because your protein keeps you fuller for longer. So if you want your diet to feel easier, then you need to be having higher protein meals. Plus, like Jenny said, volume food, plenty of fruit and veg. My favorite tea is a stir fry. I love a stir fry because there's just so much veg in it. Like I'll buy a bag of stir fry and use that, but then I'll also buy like pak choy and just chop that up. I'll add some more peppers and I just get loads of it in there. There's loads of colour and it's really filling. And then I'll add whatever, you know, I have it with different stuff, chicken, prawns, um, salmon, they're like the main things that I'll have it with. And then like rice or noodles. And it's just like such an easy meal to make, full of protein and full of like volume and good uh, veggies. What I wanted to say on this was, I know that we do say calories are king and that if fat loss is your goal, the most important thing is to be within a calorie deficit in order to lose body fat. But that doesn't mean that your protein goal should be treated as like a second best thing to your calories, even though that kind of is what we say. And the reason I'm I'm saying it is because if you're not hitting your protein goal, if you're not paying attention to try and up that protein intake on a daily basis, you will probably be finding it a lot harder to stick to the calories you're meant to be on. And you so, could potentially be going over your calories. calories. So if you're not, if you're just in the headspace and we've seen it before of being like, I'm just going to work on my calories. And then once I've got my calories right, I'll work on my protein. Well, it might take you three, four times as long to figure them calories out because you're not putting any attention into your protein. Like we're not asking you to be perfect with everything. Like if you've gone over your calories a little bit on some days, that's fine. If you're hitting your protein on some days, but slightly under on, others that's fine as long as you're looking at the two and you're trying to work on the two rather than just being like I'm gonna nail my calories and then I'm gonna nail my protein I just want to say though this is actually really good and why we tell people to check in so on reflection Jenny's noticed that her hunger levels are a lot higher when she's looked at my fitness pal she's realized it's because she's not hitting a protein and she's not getting enough fruit and veg in there so this is the good thing about tracking Tracking is there as a tool to help you learn and look at your habits and behaviours. So that's what Jenny's done. She's looked at it and gone, okay, I know that. I'm not hitting my protein. I'm not getting enough fruit and veg in. That's probably why I'm feeling hungry. Like she's linking it. And then she's like, right, that's what I'm going to work on this week. That's exactly what we want you to be doing. Mm -hmm. um, and that's exactly why you should be checking in because Jenny might not have realised that until she sort of reflected on it. Well done, Jenny. Yeah, well done, Jen. Um, also, Jordan has put... For nutrition she feels like it's gone good most of the week looks like I completely forgot to track Thursday evening but it did I didn't have anything bad and I'm saying I met my protein goal but then I went out in Liverpool at the weekend and didn't track I definitely didn't eat enough meat my protein goal for my protein goal but it's once in a blue moon I actually go out so it's letting myself off back to tracking and hitting my goals this week so I can vouch for Jordan for that. She's not so she's not somebody who's like a social butterfly who's out every weekend. So I will always say somebody like that, if you don't go out a lot and you are going out, then yeah, let your hair down. You don't have to be tracking, like enjoy your weekends. But the difference is, is Jordan knows how to get back to it. Also, Jordan's been with me for you know a long period of time and then she's gone on to eight weeks to change. So she knows that, like, well, if I've tracked for the day. And then I've gone out for my tea in the night. She might not exactly know how much protein's in a, in a meal, but she probably chose something that's more high protein. So 
if she knew that she only had 50, 50 grams of protein to hit her protein for the day, she's probably close to that by what she's picked. And that's, again, the thing is, okay, you might not have, um, you might not have tracked it, but if you can roughly know in your head where you're at for the rest of the day, you know to choose something higher protein for your meal if you're going on to the night. Yeah. I just wanted to mention as one of the struggles that seems to be coming up <clears throat> sorry, with a couple of you is... Basically, it's just being a bit of an off week. Like, yeah. I, know, I know Sam, um, Sammy laughed at the end of it checking because she says she's just been, um, I don't even know what word she used. Like, like what did she say? I'm being, let me see. Where did she put it? Where she put I just wanted to read it on two years. Yeah. Sorry about being a pro- proper negative Nancy. I'm actually fine. I've also been telling myself it's not the end of the world as I'll be on my period this week and I'm still in a better place than if I'd have never bothered I'm just being a mardi ass that was it (laughs) but it's normal and some weeks we are gonna have like this and there's somewhere else where Michelle has said that she um sometimes feels a little bit down um but she can go like this sometimes it was like we were saying a bit earlier like it's like your life isn't gonna be all sunshine and roses and some weeks but we can feel down because of our hormones and then I think sometimes you can just have weeks where you just feel a little bit down or like everything just feel a bit annoying where it can be a bit more stressful sleep might not be as good maybe people are just doing your head in but just understanding that that is normal and obviously if you're feeling like that for any prolonged periods of time and and like it, it doesn't seem to budge then you know definitely speak to someone start getting things off your chest and things like that but the most important thing is when you feel like you are having these off weeks and everything feels that little bit harder do it anyway, do it anyway and be even more proud of yourself for doing it on the weeks that it feels tough. Yeah, we've said it before, but them tough weeks matter because if you're going to get to them tough weeks and then not do anything at all, then that's a whole week where actually, you know, even if it wasn't, a, you know, your best week in the world, if you're still trying to take off them habits and trying to do your best, that's going to be better than you doing nothing at all. And then when you get to the end of the week, you're annoyed at yourself because you've done nothing at all and you missed the gym when you know you probably could have really went and, you know, you started using more excuses for yourself. Like, don't be that person. Try and, like, use your bad weeks and think, okay, it's not my best week in the world, but I'm not going to let everything go to shit. Yeah, and without getting, like, really deep into things as well, I honestly think that you need to have like low times and and crappy weeks or crappy days and low periods in your life to truly be able to appreciate the good because Mm. if you didn't have any crappy times like you how would you know your good times are good good because there's nothing to compare it to like nobody wants to just be like flat a flat line of emotions all the times like you need the lows to experience the highs and also like sammy did say it's sort of like it's just been like a bit of a bad week and it is it's just it's a bad week it's not a bad life do you know what i mean like it's just a bad week or it's a bad day do you know what i mean like it's not the end of the world that's what sammy said and it's really not when you put things into into perspective but you're allowed to have them bad weeks like allow yourself to have it like don't be annoyed at yourself it's just one of them things and I can guarantee if you've had a shit week last week you're probably going to start to feel a little bit better this week yeah um so going into sleep Laura said sleep has been okay but just shattered some mornings possibly from getting back into the routine of work stress is still high but still feel like that's never going to change so your stress levels can change. You've just probably got to work on it a little bit more. But then if you have got quite a stressful job, so Lord is a teacher, so that can be like a really stressful job, quite a lot of pressure there. But you need to start 
looking at, well, how can I manage that stress? How can I sort of, it can be hard because she might not be able to go home and fully switch off if she's got more and stuff like that to do. But maybe it is like, you know, I don't know, like you say, on a Tuesday, I don't come home and do any work whatsoever and give you to allow yourself that time where like you don't speak about work, you don't do anything, you sort of leave work and work and then you come home. I don't know how that would, you know, be for you, but you need to look at something of how you can manage your stress. Maybe it's doing a little yoga. Um, maybe it's just sitting in silence. Like I love sometimes just when nobody's in the house, I don't put the telly on or not on, and I'll just sit or I'll just like clean round or whatever and just have some silence. Like I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was saying about, you know, it's important to have times of silence. And if you're feeling a certain way, maybe just sitting and sort of asking the question and see if anything does come up, like a bit of a meditation. Um, But there are ways to manage your stress. You just need to find something that sort yeah. of works. That Mel Robbins um, the podcast, was, she, she done a really on. good one, which was saying about all the things that are that you feel are giving you friction in your life or things that you bring in stress to you like sit and write them all down on a piece of paper like whether it's work whether it's relationships whether maybe it's even money. a little bit of why 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 do you feel it's bringing you stress but, but, but write them all down get them all onto the piece of paper and then she literally said like look at that piece of paper every single one of those things you can work on. Mm. Like, they may not be an overnight fix. Like, obviously, if money is a struggle, for example, like, unless you're going to win the lottery overnight, like, that isn't going to be something that's going to change in, in a split second. But really, like, you could look for a new job. You could pick up an extra shift. I know as a teacher, you can't necessarily, but, like, um, like, could you look for the extra, like, teaching and learning responsibility in the school that you're working? Like, there are other options, like a career change if you really want to. If relationships, well, any relationship can be worked on you just need like a better line of communication if you yeah. sleep you can start trying to go like most things in life are like fixable fi fixable that are they are figure outable it's not going to be an overnight thing but definitely write the things down and then remind yourself that a, like a normal amount of stress is like actually a good thing mm -hmm. like most of us work better with a little bit of stress like exercise is a stress on the body like that's a good type of stress but it's just trying to identify the ones that might be, like, getting you down, wearing you down, and, like, trying to work on them. Yeah. Michelle has said, sleep has been fine, struggling getting up in the morning since my hours have changed. So very similar to Laura. Laura's been off work for um, half term and then getting back into the routine. Michelle, very much the same. Like, when you do have changes in your routine your sleep might be affected, you might feel a little bit more tired, but give it a few weeks and you'll be back into like the swing of things or into the swing of your new routine. Um, She said, since my hours have changed in work, I was up at 6am every day now and I can't get up. I have all intentions to do workouts in the morning and I just haven't been able to get motivated. I've also been a little down to what we've just read personally, but can go like that sometimes. So actually... I did see a pop-up on my phone this morning that Michelle has done a workout this morning. So again, if you've been feeling a little bit down and it was like last week you were trying to get into the routine of getting up earlier and stuff like that, it might not have been the week where you needed to go and do your workout in the morning as well because it was just too hard to do. But again, once you're in that routine and when you are feeling a little bit better, then you, you know, you obviously have been able to do a workout this morning because it did come up and tell me the notification that you've done one. But also... It's, I was going to say something, my mind just completely went. I have something to say. Go on. <laughs> when you're feeling down, it's normal. We're going to experience this at times. 
But, and I'm not saying by any stretch that you've done this, Michelle, but it can be very easy to like wallow in the self-pity and, and like roll with the feeling down. Or, and maybe you want to do that for a day or two, if that genuinely is how you feel and you don't do it very often. But really what you want to ask yourself is, okay, well, what is going to make me feel better? So I know you've been fighting hard to wake up in the morning and get a workout done. It's hard to get out of bed like in the morning, no matter what, in in my opinion. Like yeah. I'm always tired and it takes me about half an hour before I kind of come out and I'm like, oh, do you know what, actually, like, I'm okay. But thinking to yourself, it, I've got to drag myself up out of bed to either get ready and go to work or to get up, do a workout and then feel bloody boss. Which will the lend of your day more energy through the day as well. Which is going to make you feel better. And then this low period that you're going through, you can pull yourself out of that. I just want to pull this out. What um, Liv said here, she said, I haven't trained as I've been unwell, but it's just made me so excited to be able to go again. And I love this. Karen said something very similar, similar where she had been able to train, but actually sometimes it's like that, um, like absence makes the heart grow fonder. So you're actually... mad me of the voice notes. Like, <laughs> yeah, you did me. Um, she said, absence makes the heart. No, it didn't. I, said, I was sending her a voice note and said, I was meant to say... Absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I said, absence makes the fart grow fonder. <laughs> that was it. Um, but it is true. And I do think sometimes, and I know it sounds like, obviously, if you've just had a cold or something like that, and obviously I'm not talking about, you know, illnesses, very, very serious illnesses, because that's a whole different thing. But even just having that little bit of a cold or not feeling yourself, it does make you appreciate you know, when you do feel, you do feel well and you can go to the gym and you can smash your workout or you can go for a walk it's or whatever. It's like when you've got a blocked nose and you can't breathe yeah. and, like, you can't wait to be able to breathe out your nose again. Like, and it is... It's you take whole, it for granted. It is, it is the whole thing, though, isn't it? Like, where they say, like, you shouldn't take things for granted and you think, oh, like, you just... You don't think about stuff like that because you've always just been able to do it and so you've got a blocked nose or whatever. Yeah, I wanted to read this out. When we ask you to plan your week, what, you, what you're doing and when you work... Um, when your walks and workouts are going to be done, Emma Holland has said that on Monday she's going to do a morning walk before work and then go to the gym. And then in big capital letters, I put straight after work. This is huge if you are somebody who has to go to the gym in the evening or chooses to go to the gym in the evening. We get it. I don't like an evening workout because as that day goes on, there's more and more that just pops up in, in my life where it's like, oh, well, I'm tired now and I could go home. Or there's just more opportunity for something to crop up or for your mood to be dictated like by the events of the day and for you to choose not to go. Don't go home. Don't sit on the couch don't get yourself comfy because you know yourself it's going to be really hard to get yourself up and out there so just for anybody who does struggle to go to the gym of an evening from feeling tired go and do the workout and then come home and be tired yeah so karen has said as well i know i feel my progress is slow that gets me down a bit but i'm hoping with a full week of doing of tipping off all my habits and being in control i know i will get to where i want to be and mill and chloe are always there to give me moral support and help me when asked. So Karen's been sick for like about two weeks or so, yeah. hasn't changed. She hasn't been able to train properly and stuff like that. I messaged her this morning and said, like about when I looked at her graph of her weight over the month, bear in mind for more or less two weeks, she's not been well. It more or less just looks steady and more like a bit of a maintenance. But actually this is what we talk about zooming out. Like if you just look at a week, doesn't really look like your, your weight's changed. Then if you look at a month, it doesn't really look like your weight's changed. But then when I zoomed out to three months, because it does like a month, three months and six months on the thing, on the app, 
the weight was trending down and this is what we say to everybody like don't just look at small portions of what you're doing zoom out and if over time it's going where you want it to go then we're happy with you know like what you're doing um and for the fact that karen's weight's more or less staying the same over a month where of two weeks of it she's not been well then that's actually good because it's not started to trend up where she's just gone out of control whereas maybe in the past that probably would have happened for karen um so yeah i just wanted to say that like don't just isolate what you've done in like a week or a month zoom out even more and look at like the bigger picture yeah i just want to say well done to your orcs you're all doing really really well i think this this intake we have spoke a lot more about like slow progress than mm-hmm. i feel we have in previous maybe previous one. intakes but i think it's been a really good thing because mm-hmm. it's probably not something we speak about often enough nobody is making slow progress you're making great progress and we do say this a lot but the time is going to pass anyway and just think of in a few more months time where where you're going to be you're doing all the the groundwork now there's no point losing weight quickly or seeing physical changes in your body quickly if you're not going to be able to keep them yeah at the end of the day i've seen a quote quite a few times it's been coming up for me lately and it's saying you can either have six months of progress or you can have six months of excuses Mm -hmm. and slow progress is better than no progress so it's better than making excuses so even if your progress you feel is slow you still move in the right direction and you've got to remember that direction is more important than speed definitely